Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's the BWI Daily Edition Recruiting Show. I'm Greg Pickle from Blue White Illustrated, joined by BWI Recruiting Insider Ryan Snyder. We're talking on Tuesday, May 24. And of course, when you hear the word Tuesday, that means you know it's recruiting time here on the BWI Daily. We have a lot to get to on this show. Uh, top Penn State target has moved up his commitment date. What does that mean for the Lions? Ryan's going to dive into that and where things stand moving forward. There are a couple other class of 2023 targets we want to get to here today and guys who were recently on campus in the class of 2024. So, uh, you know, I believe you wrote on the site today, Ryan, that it's what 10, 11 days until June is here and the madness begins uh, with official visits and with camps and things like that. But I mean, we're already there. We're already at that point in time. It may not be active in terms of guys being at Penn State, but the coaches are on the road. And things are happening. I mean, there's a lot going on as, as visits are being set up and, and as lists are becoming top 12s, the top 8s, the top 5s, the top 3s and 4s, uh, and so on and so forth. So we're going to start at the top of the show with a key Penn State class of 2023 target, Rodney Gallagher. Well, before I go there, Ryan, you just had some vacation. You're back in the saddle again, uh, so <laughs> to speak. And, you know, you probably are ready for another one at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, it, I was... Enjoying my time in Austin last week when I learned that uh, Rodney Gallagher is going to move up his uh, vacation or his vacation, excuse me, his commitment date uh, for, for tomorrow, actually, May 25th, expected to be around 3 p.m. Yep. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot, I guess, over the last couple of weeks about NIL and how it's going to it's going to have a big impact on this class in, in, in a good way and a negative way. And right now, this one feels like it's kind of trending towards West Virginia a bit still. I, I do believe NIL is, is, a, is a big part of it, but I also believe that Penn State is, is going down swinging here, if that makes sense. So I know Terry Smith was at the school today, uh, Tuesday, May 24th, and they're putting their best foot forward here. Uh, you know, what, what the NIL ramifications are, I don't know if we'll ever really know all the specifics there, uh, but, uh, you know, I know Penn State is, is you know, trying to, trying to fight really hard here. And, and what was West Virginia offered? You know, that's, that's another thing that I don't know if ever really going to come out. Um, but the schools are working hard. I, 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 you know, there's part of me that thinks, you know, just from, just from some positive conversations I've heard this morning that maybe Rodney would wait, maybe. Um, but West Virginia certainly seems to be in the saddle or the, the, you know, the, the driver's driver's seat. seat, Yep. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little frazzled right now, but, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, Penn State's Penn State's pushing hard, though. So I, I think I think one thing I'll say is, you know, tonight into tomorrow morning, if if you don't hear anything, then you know I would expect Rodney Gallagher to be a Mountaineer tomorrow. But Penn State is certainly, you know, talk to the family. They're pushing hard. You know, they they they'd like for him to either hold off for a commitment or just commit to Penn State. Uh, but also, I would say that if he does commit to West Virginia tomorrow, uh, Penn State's not going to just stop with this one. 
Uh, and whether that's, you know, NIL is the reason, you know, that they would be able to sway them to visit again or, um, you know, just just relationships or whatever it may be. Uh, I don't see the staff letting up on Rodney Gallagher until the, the moment he signs. So, you know, I, I do think Rodney Gallagher is definitely worn out a little bit from the process, you know, just talking to him and his dad. So from that perspective, it's it's definitely a good thing for him to, to wrap this up. But, uh, you know, Penn State's not going to stop. I'm pretty confident saying that. So Rodney Gallagher's a guy we've talked about in the show often, 5'9 and a half, 165. He's a class of 2023 four-star, and the on-three consensus ranks as the number 106 player, number 19 recruit, Ryan. And I, obviously, for those of you that maybe skip around to different shows or maybe haven't dived into the name, image, and likeness stuff, likeness stuff much, I mean, it's changing the sport by the minute, really, it is. And things happen quickly uh, in this space because it's a lot of unknowns. I mean, it's a lot of things that people have never dealt with before, never thought about dealing with before. So when this opportunity by states, including Pennsylvania or by the NCAA, uh, by, I believe, just a memo, I don't even know if it's really a rule on the books, but to allow college athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness, it was always going to have effects on how recruiting worked because not every state, uh, and I don't believe that Pennsylvania is not one of them, but you know, some states do let high school players profit off their name, image, and likeness uh, others do not but either way you're going to use that as some guys will anyway as a factor in your recruitment and where you're going to go and what opportunities could you have once you get there so we're watching this all play out right in front of us with uh, kind of learning new things on the fly which is rare because so much of what we know about the recruiting process has been kind of the same for for years and now it's not really really the case uh, at least not in this space so uh, let me ask you this just as a follow-up you know he lists the top eight on may 23 so that was monday of Pittsburgh, Notre Dame, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Oregon, Virginia Tech, Penn State, and Texas. Uh, seems to me, but let's just put it out there, that this is a two-team race at this point, and those other six are just logos on a social card. Or, or do you think that that's kind yeah. of part of the reason this thing is slowing down maybe is because, you know, it's you at one point you got the sense that there was definitely a pecking order in this recruitment, Ryan, but now it just feels like there is an established top two and everybody else is kind of hanging along for the ride. I certainly thought Notre Dame was a player. Uh, and just from talking to Rodney and his dad, I, I, I thought I definitely got that vibe as well. I mean, Marcus Freeman was a very strong recruiter with them. So, you know, that's just where it's the whole NIL perspective and just us not being in the loop there just changes so much because, you know, everything that I've known about recruiting and building relationships with people and, you know, being, you know, getting honest feedback and, and, you know, being able to read a room basically, uh, it's all different now. And this is like really one of the first recruits that I think Penn State uh, and, and really it's fans and everybody is, is kind of seeing that up close. So it may work yeah. out in Penn State's favor. You know, maybe he'll commit and Penn State, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep pecking away and things will change. And, and you know, it really won't be a done, a done deal. But, you know, right now it feels like West Virginia has put something together that has his family very intrigued. And look, I also just I also would stress that this isn't completely about NIL. I mean, he does live like 20 minutes from Morgantown. Right. I mean, let's that's but that's also why um, I, that's also why NIL and, and and West Virginia potentially going all out for him makes complete sense. I mean, he would be one of the biggest recruits in that school's history. Right. Uh, you know, being somewhat local and, and you know, having you know, just having that cachet, right? So it makes sense that, you know, those schools would, would uh, in those businesses would be incredibly interested in somebody like Rodney Gallagher. So only time will really tell on this one, but, you know, we, we've got 24 hours here, uh, a little over 26 or so, uh, but I think we're going to find everything out. 
So you put in a crystal or uh, yeah, a uh, on three recruiting prediction machine pick rather for Rodney Gallagher to pick uh, West Virginia. We'll see how that all plays out. But to your point, it, it's a fascinating dynamic right now. And I think the other thing that, that fans should be careful of and us, too, is not blaming the scuttlebutt of NIL for a decision. And I think you laid it out pretty well there. He obviously has been to Morgantown plenty of times. He has a good relationship with the coaching staff. I'm sure that they're pitching a role for him that could use his abilities in all kinds of different ways. Of course, Penn State and everybody else is too. But, you know, I, the, I think we need to be careful, even though it's easy and it makes sense, but to throw NIL around is kind of the only thing that would ever make a difference in right. this recruitment or any recruitment. And it's not – It's there's more to it than that. In almost every exactly. case, some cases, sure. But, you know, as we keep learning about this, it doesn't always have to be the big bad boogeyman that it might seem like it is. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. He's Ryan Snyder. I'm Greg Pickle. You can learn more about Rodney Gallagher's recruitment and everything inside Penn State recruiting at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com, where for now it's $1 for one year of access. That deal's not going to last forever, but... Join us at bluewhiteillustrated.com for the latest insight on Penn State recruiting and all of the prospects that Lions are chasing in the class of 2023 and beyond. Ryan, let's move along now to a little bit of a different conversation here. Uh, Mason Robinson is another class of 2023 Penn State target who you know, has Penn State on his mind and has been to Penn State before, and he's a guy who plays at a school at Owen Mills McDonough that has sent numerous players to Penn State, including Denied Dennis Setton, of course, in two weeks, and PJ Mustafer, obviously, a number of years ago, among others. But what's the latest with him? I mean, he's a guy who, again, as we get into this time of year, you have players who set official visits or even unofficial visits in some cases, but then they maybe feel like they need to decide sooner rather than later. Is he one of those guys at this point? Sounds like there's there's potential uh, for for a Northwestern commitment, um, but just another one that caught me surprised. You know, like I said, I was away last week, and I'm still kind of trying to dig information on this one a little bit. I've been focused mainly on Gallagher because it's obviously tomorrow. But you know, with with Mason, of course, he takes an official visit to Northwestern this past weekend, um, or excuse me, was it two weekends ago? Um, but either way, he he you know takes that visit. Seems like there's a lot of smoke there uh, with the Wildcats uh, from talking in with Penn State sources. You know, they're they're fighting hard here, but it does kind of feel like Northwestern may be the team to beat now. Uh, but I was also told that he was, you know, expected to maybe announce something publicly this past weekend. Now, that's all coming from just Northwestern people. I, I don't really have that from Mason or or Penn State uh, sources. But there was talk about maybe him announcing something publicly over the weekend. Uh, and now that has not uh, hasn't happened publicly yet. So, you know, we were we were expecting him to, to take an official visit to Penn State here towards the end of June. We'll we'll see if that still happens or not. I need to to get in touch with Mason and his family and, um, you know, just just see if they're even open to, to opening up about it. I mean, this is what happens, right? When you when you get down to these parts uh, where you have serious decisions to make, everybody kind of just gets a little quiet. And and I like to also just not be the guy who is pestering them about when they right. have such an important decision coming up. You know, I just I know if I was in those shoes, I wouldn't want to deal with a bunch of uh, I'm sort of a stranger uh, to, to these families. But uh, but there's definitely a lot of talk about Northwestern right now uh, following that official visit. Uh, but of course, Penn State has those McDonough ties. 
And, uh, you know, they, they've always had a strong relationship here. He's still very much somebody that I expect the staff to, to push hard for. Uh, and, you know, I know as of, as of last night, at, at the very least, Penn State was still certainly pushing hard to get him on campus for an official visit. Uh, Mason Robinson, a three-star defensive end, is set to visit Virginia Tech officially on June 10th, and he'll be at Penn State June 24th, or at least that's the tentative plan as of now. So we'll see. Uh, you make a good point, too, as we get into crunch time with some of these, or if it you know feels like it's heading towards crunch time, uh, the lines of communications can sometimes dry up, both with the media and with coaching staff. So we'll see how this one plays out. But Penn State fans, I think, are probably a little bit concerned, Ryan, about the defensive line recruiting at this point and where things sort of stand uh but obviously it's may it's late may and until guys go off the board i don't know if it's worth getting too worked up however there's been some top lists that came out recently i believe desmond uh omazula uh, you can pronounce that mm -hmm. for me later but you know he put out his top schools and penn state was not on that there's been some other instances but there's still plenty of names on the board so we'll see uh what what mason robinson decides to do uh will it lead to a bit of a fan freak out if he ends up going to northwestern i think probably but you know, obviously it's still early, even though it doesn't feel like it's early in this cycle. It certainly is. So uh, time will tell there. Ryan, I'm going to mix the rundown up on you a little bit here because there's no reason to move on to 2024 guys before we finish talking about 2023 guys. So one mm -hmm. final one I wanted to touch on is Caden Proctor, the Iowa off offensive lineman out of Iowa. Rather, he is a five-star prospect and one of the nation's best tackles. We saw him at the Iowa Penn State game on the sideline. He is an enormous human being. And he is going to visit Penn State and a bunch of other schools next month. So I know you think he's a pretty big long shot for Penn State. But the fact I think that they even are getting him on campus, uh, this is a player that has scheduled four official visits now and pulling him up for everyone. Or I'm sorry, three at this point. Uh, he talked with uh, Chad Simmons, our national recruiting director at On3. He'll be at Alabama June 10. Uh, Penn State, June 17, Oregon, uh, June 24. He has not scheduled one yet to Iowa, but he's been there a bunch. So we'll see. I believe the Hawkeyes are still the leader in the on-three recruiting prediction machine. Yes, they are. So uh, time will tell here, but Penn State gets a big-time player on campus. Uh, you don't often hear them mentioned with guys officially visiting Alabama and Oregon, but here we are. He is the nation's number six player and top offensive tackle. Yeah, it's all going to just come down to this official visit. Uh, and hey, I mean, maybe we'll see the Hail Mary of all Hail Marys. And, you know, just one official visit will change everything. But when you just look at the schools he's visited previously and the schools Penn State's fighting with, and then, you know, I also just kind of hear a little bit that from a communication perspective, at least when you're comparing it to the Evan Links of the world, um, you know, the Zach Owens of the world, the Samson Okunlolas of the world, it, there's not that level of communication where it's consistent and, you know, family communication. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Troutwine's talking to him and his family, but it's just not every couple days like it is for some other guys. And that, you know, when I when I just see those things, it just makes me think that, uh, yeah, hey, you got to host a guy like this. He's pretty much, you know, the best offensive tackle in the country or, you know, one of the top two or three. But is that going to equal, you know, Penn State even being top two or top three when right now I, I just I see them you know I guess they're top five because they're getting an official visit but from a relationship right. perspective and then you look at all the other schools he's visited I think even that's kind of uh questionable so yeah we'll see I mean maybe this visit will just change everything and I'll look silly in a couple of weeks well, that's okay. If you uh, if you don't, I probably will at some point here. So, yeah, uh, Penn State obviously continuing to push for offensive tackles in the class of 2023. They have, of course, a few interior guys committed, but that tackle board is really interesting because – 
correct me if I'm wrong, they have a lot of high-profile, high-priority, highly coveted guys on that tackle board, but I don't know if you would sit here comfortably and call them the runaway favorite for any of them, uh, even though they seem to be in a pretty good place yeah. with most of them, except for Owens, of course. Zach Owens, you put a yeah. on-free recruiting prediction machine pick in for, but uh, beyond that, I think with the rest of the names you mentioned, it's uh, certainly uh, anyone's chance at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even say they're like a true runaway favorite with Owens, uh, just because like Zach's the kind of guy who like, you know, he's very open and charismatic. Like everybody, Zach loves everybody, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And, yep. and I get that impression from talking to other people too. Now, don't get me wrong. I still very much believe Penn State's in the driver's seat there. Uh, they've had an incredible visit with him for the blue-white game. And from a relationship perspective, and not just from Penn State relationship or, or coach relationship, but also you know, all the all the, all the the committed guys he's been getting to know and stuff. I mean, there's a lot pointing to Penn State's favor there. Not to, not to mention even, you know, the New York ties that we've talked about in the past. So that I feel good about it. And then I also... You know, Evan Link is kind of becoming the wild card. You know, we, we were talking to Evan a good bit there uh, early in the early in this, um, not early in the cycle, but early in 2022, you know, January, February, March. And now Evan's just kind of gone very quiet, uh, which is fine. I mean, some guys, you know, like we talk about this on every podcast, but some guys just want to kind of lay low for a little bit. And I totally understand right. that. Uh, Evan, Evan is confirmed for a Penn State official visit. You know, we know he will be here. Uh, was it the second or third weekend in June? I don't have it in front of me, but it's one of those two weekends. And, you know, Penn State's been perceived a favorite, and I know he's incredibly important to Penn State. I mean, he may be still their number one target. I mean, Samson Okunlola too, but Samson kind of feels like he's going to drag it out a little bit. So maybe at the moment yeah. you could argue that Evan Link is still the, the, the absolute most important guy for them. So that'll be one that I'll continue digging on. And, you know, what, the thing with Evan is, like, whenever there's, like, news you know stuff that we really need to talk about he's great and he's an awesome person character so i don't i just i hate bugging guys constantly uh when you know it doesn't feel like there's a lot of other news but the one thing i am really trying to learn is does he have any other official visits set up you know we know about that stanford unofficial and then really other than that it's it's been pretty quiet so it could be a really good thing for penn state or we could learn that there's a couple official or a couple upcoming official visits um that just he hasn't put out there yet and you know i'll continue chipping away at that Evan Link is going to be at Penn State on June 10. If you visit us at bluewhiteillustrated.com, click the football recruiting tab and then filter that down to visits. Uh, you can get a good look at all the players that are coming to Penn State uh, this summer, both for unofficial visits and official visits, class of 2023 guys, class of 2024 guys. Uh, you can find that all at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Link is inside the top 260 of the on three consensus ranking one of the top 20 offensive tackles in the class of 2023 so time will tell there time will tell with the rest of this offensive tackle board and if you didn't know what date it was if you were unable to see a calendar or what have you but you were listening to this show at youtube.com slash blue white illustrated or on the apple or spotify stores or wherever you get your audio ryan you could tell it was the end of may by kind of how we're in a position with a lot of the guys we've talked about already where Things are kind of getting locked into place and they might be inching closer to a resolution, but there's still a lot to be figured that, that needs to be figured out, can be figured out, will be figured out. So we've hit that point. June is that calendar month. Where, uh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We're almost to June and that's going to solve mm -hmm. a lot of these questions. Yeah, that's the month. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we can do these top five lists and, you know, put the official visit list together, but even the official visit list is going to change. It always does. You know, I have 36 guys confirmed right now. I feel confident saying 30 of them will probably visit. A couple are going to drop off. A couple are going to be added late. I mean, if you look at that last weekend right. in June, it's not as stacked as the other two. Why is that? 
because Penn State fully expects to have to add guys late in the process because others are going to drop off. So, um, right. you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out with time. But this is the month we get answers. July is the month we get commitments. And then, boom, it's preseason football. So from here on out, you know, if you're a recruiting fan, and you're really into college football, you know, the summer has become really just just a wild, a wild couple of months now uh, with these official right. visits. Well, again, you can track all the latest at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Just like last weekend, you could attract the visitors Penn State had on campus. It was a small group of underclassmen that made it to town for uh, what is really the last visit weekend of May. Uh, prospects still could come to campus this coming weekend, but with the holiday, uh, no one will be in town. So let's cover that group quick. It was a group of three underclassmen led by a couple of uh, guys who Penn State is certainly high on here in the early going. Yeah, Emilio Agard, of course, is is the top guy, really. Although Dominic Nichols is a four star as well, but Emilio Agard's the you know top was he top one thirty in the country, uh, according to the on three consensus uh, number one twenty nine, fifteenth uh, ranked cornerback, third ranked guy in PA, and um, you know he's going to be. This was massive to get him on campus. Uh, there's always been a good relationship with Terry Smith. Like from that perspective, everything will be good. But when you also look at the visits he's taking, Clemson, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia. So what does that show you there? He has a lot of interest in the SEC. Of course, Clemson's not an SEC school, but it's, you know, they're they're they have built that respect up over the past couple of years. Right. So yeah, Penn yep. State will be in the mix there. But like when I see, I mean, Ohio State will probably be a school that he sees again. You know, like there, sure. there will be other northern schools, but this summer swing and he really wants to see these southern schools. And, you know, that tells me that he has a lot of interest there. So you know, that there's yes. a long way to go on this one. We'll see how it plays out, but uh, keep an eye on keep an eye on those SEC schools with him. Yeah, that was a vibe I got as well. It's just that I don't think he's a lock to go south, but he knows that from Philadelphia, there have been a number of guys who have made that move, and it's worked out well for them. I mean, you think of the, uh, the Josiah Trotters of the world, the Mark Webbs, the DeAndre Swifts. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on and on. Uh, and so mm -hmm. I think that really has him interested, and those schools are interested in him. So – uh, when you're a top one, uh, you know, it's one of the top players in your class. Uh, certainly some of those schools are going to come calling, and that's the case here. Yeah, well, Jer and, yeah, you clarify, you said Josiah. Josiah went to West Virginia. You met Jeremiah Trotter Jr., of course, his brother. Yeah, correct. Uh, yep. Who ended up at Clemson. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, this, and, and St. Joseph's Prep has a has a history of not sending guys to Penn State, you know, and as, as good of a program that it is, uh, Penn State's had limited success there. So, Time will tell, you know, he'll visit in another couple times, but, you know, I fully expect those SEC schools to, to push hard for him. And I think his interest is very high in them too. So um, he'll be, he'll be a tough one to land, but the good thing is, you know, the, the other top guys in Pennsylvania, um, you know, Quentin Martins of the world, Tysier Denmark's of the world. Yeah, you know, I think Penn state's very much in, in play with uh, those two guys. And of course they have Cooper cousins already. Uh, so, you know, the, the class looks pretty good. And of course I'm, I sound like I'm writing Emilio off already. I'm definitely not. I'm just trying to, make sure fans are are aware that he's sending a lot of signals that uh, he's very intrigued with the, the, the SEC schools. Dominic Nichols, not a PA player, but another four-star who was on campus as well. He's just inside the top 220 of the on-three consensus for the class of 2024 and edge rusher out of Maryland. Uh, a guy who I know you've got to know pretty well during this process, Ryan, mm -hmm. makes it back to campus again. Yeah, I mean, he has some family ties, too. I believe his aunt uh, went to Penn State. I know there's, there's some sort of family tie there, but uh, this was his second visit. Of course, he was here in January. And, uh, you know, another another guy that, you know, I think early signs certainly point to Penn State, but he needs to see some more schools. He's been to, West, he's been to Virginia Tech. He's been to Maryland. Uh, and but, but, you know, this summer will really start to shake things up. I know Penn State would love to get him back up for a workout, not because, you know, they're 
questioning anything, but like he, he's like the prime guy that they want to come to a whiteout camp, right? Like they want a talented guy who they're going to be on hard, but Hey, if you can get some measurements and some information added to that list, um, you know, they'd be all for it. So he's somebody I'll keep an eye on maybe uh, for coming up for a camp, you know, just cause he's young still, but uh, I fully expect the staff to go all out for him. And our on three staff is really high on him too. You know, we have him at number one thirty-eight in the nation for, you know, from an on three perspective uh, while 24 seven and rivals still have him as a three-star. I, I do think more, uh, as he as he continues to to grow and, and get his name out there more, um, I, I I'd be shocked if he's not a four star on all four sites um, because uh, he's he's a hell of a player. He goes to Oakdale too, which is kind of a smaller school. Uh, you know, he's not at the Mathas of the world or the, the St. Francis's those kind of schools. So as schools get to know him or sites get to know him more, I'd be very surprised if they don't join our staff who who did go see him. You know, Chad Simmons was up there to see him uh, in, in that four star rating. I know Penn State's very high on him. All right. Well, we'll see who else makes it to campus from Maryland and from Pennsylvania and, of course, around the country in June. But we're coming down the home stretch of this edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Ryan, any final thoughts here as the final full week of May uh, gets in the full swing? Uh, I do want to mention, I mean, Evan Austin, of course, was here this past weekend, too. He doesn't yeah. hold a Penn State offer at the moment. He is Dominic Nichols's teammate. Uh, Maryland, Pitt, Virginia Tech, Boston College all have offered him. Uh, he's a six foot 170. I expect him to be a receiver. We have him as an athlete. But I do think he's a name that, that Penn State fans will want to keep an eye on. He's definitely a guy I would be shocked if if the staff did not push for him to, to come camp this summer. Uh, he just started running track and has an 11-4 time in the 100, which isn't great. I mean, he, we, he and I were talking about the other day. It was the first time he ever ran. I believe it may have slipped or something like that, too. So I wouldn't put a ton of stock in that 11-4 time. And what Penn State sees on film is it certainly points to, a, you know, a more better athlete than, than 11-4. Uh, not that I could run 11-4, right? I don't want to sound like it's terrible or anything. But but Evan's Evan's a, Evan's a pretty good player who uh, Penn State has, has been interested in for a while now. I mean, he was someone that was brought up to me in January when he visited previously. Uh, he actually came on two – Dominic came one weekend. Evan came another weekend. Uh, and I was asking about that uh, with, with Penn State sources, and, and they, they made it very clear that he's somebody to keep an eye on and, and really just a guy that I feel pretty confident they're going to ask the camp. All right. Well, if you want to learn more about Penn State recruiting efforts, Penn State football, basketball, wrestling, you name it, if it's about Penn State and Penn State athletics, we'll cover it at Blue White Illustrated. Com. Join us for one year, one dollar of access to one dollar for one year of access, rather, uh, to all the inside Penn State recruiting news you need. For Ryan Snyder, I'm Greg Pickle. This has been another edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Thomas Frank Carr is back the rest of the week, and we will talk to you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.